Hey everybody, welcome back. We're live. It's STC Pod, the podcast. Start to continue podcast happening. Wow, that's less than uh, excitement there. Well, I welcome my co-host Joe to the show. Who's put me through some, put me through a little waiting uh, waiting period again. Had me in minutes. the waiting room. Ten minutes, as I was discussing prior to you going live, I can't jump away from my wife when we're watching something or she's having me do a little evening chore to rush over here. <laughs> You're working a chore on her? My, my name's not Kevin. I got stuff to do. Oh, boy. Wow. What are we? Minutes into the show, Kevin's already brought up. Man, that guy gets you. It's good. I got, I got stuff to do. I can't be doing podcasts my entire life every day. Mm, were you out got shit to do where were you out at the gun show no i wish mm -hmm. the gun show is happening right now <laughs> no gun show what is happening it's a hot just, bloody day i had a gun i got my going. tank top on <laughs> <laughs> actually it's not in a tank top it's just a cutoff i know i don't even know what to say about it i don't know how many tank tops i gotta go buy some I'm going to say hi to Sam Agnew who popped in the chat to say hi. Welcome aboard. Um, this is episode. I, why doesn't it say it here anywhere? can never remember. It's 287. Two, 287 of STC pod. Um, if I could uh, throw out a promotion there, don't forget to head over to the subscriber giveaway video. All you got to do is leave a comment on there. That's on this channel. You can be entered into a live music pack, uh, live bunch of music we'll send out to you for a lucky subscriber and joe has a contest going on his youtube channel my life and collecting as you can see on the screen too an 800 subscriber we're uh eight subs away from this free giveaway draw which will be and if you don't win this one stay tuned there will be a follow-up one right after it how original that's a most original I, thought i never said it's original well bringing up your uh youtube how original you is yours about that I did want to talk. It's strange. I had a little bone to pick to, with you uh, seeing. Yeah. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. I have a bone to pick with you. Seeing your updates on that YouTube channel of yours. Listeners of this very podcast, the last episode, um, I tried to talk about a, a poignant story of my youngest child discovering GameCube games for the first time and spending your days whiling away in Harvest Moon and uh, Animal Crossing for the GameCube. And Joe was furious. You about GameCube games? Furious trying to listen to it. Did not care. He started cleaning his toes and moving stuff around under his desk and not paying attention and saying no one wants to hear about GameCube games and all that. And then the first video of it this week, Joe reviews Animal Crossing on the GameCube. Um, wow. That came out last week and that was already in production prior to me hearing wow. you talk. So why wouldn't you want to engage in it a little bit more than just make me think? I don't I'm, remember uh, you talking about GameCube. That's how much you engaged in it. Did you, are you sure you talked about it? Yeah. I said my littlest was playing Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing because we pulled them out after archiving I think it's because them for you, the new app. Oh, is this the uh, thing you threw out at the very end of the show when I said, okay, we're done already? And then you yeah, said, nope, maybe. we got one more thing. Yeah, maybe. I, th I, mean, I think that was it. Mm. Why are you holding your microphone? To keep it close to me. Why? It looks weird. Put it down, Bob Barker. No one sees anything. <sighs> Anyways, you think you'd be just jumping at the bit to get on to talk with me. We haven't talked in uh, quite a while. You didn't reach out at all to uh, get together for a podcast or anything or for any other reason. You only so, been off for a week. Wait, how long have you been off? Two weeks. Two weeks. What do you mean reach out? We did a podcast last week. Yeah, and now it's Sunday, so we should have recorded like I'm, Thursday or Friday. I'm being week. inundated on my uh, Twitter DMs asking if you could be more positive. Really? Because you, uh, you don't normally respond to Twitter. 
So I, don't oh, I just happen to have it open, and it's uh, blown up, as the kids say. Can you be more hmm. positive? Well, I'm just trying to engage with you. That's all. Uh, not by attacking me. I get enough of that at home. What have you been doing all week? Oh, that you're so busy. Chest pain. Um, aside from sweating in the in the in the sun, it's been disgustingly hot. Uh, actually, I had to work. Um, I think I ended up taking two extra shifts, so I really oh. haven't had much time off. They tried to call me in too during my vacation, so I don't mind if I'm not working. Or, I mean, if I'm working already, yeah, give me a call as long as it doesn't uh, interfere with too much family life. I got no problem, but it's still exhausting when you do three days in a row. Um, but yeah, on vacation? No, I'm, I'm not coming in on vacation time. No chance. Though we do know a couple people we work with who would come in every day that they take vacation. Yeah, they take vacation and then they let work know. Uh, I won't be doing anything anyway, so if you need me to come in, I'll come in gladly. Why spend time with my family? <laughs> Mind boggling. So you're off for two weeks. Are you relaxed? Are you recharged? Yeah, it's been two weeks of doing nothing. It's been a what they what the kids call a chill vacation. A lot of chilling going on. Which is your middle name. Yeah, it's it's been nice having a nice excuse to uh, do nothing. Not you go anywhere. Actually sit on the couch for and not feel guilty about it? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, I tried to motivate the kids a few times to do something. Went on a uh, hiking trail or a biking trail, that kind of thing. But you know, it's, I got bad luck whenever I do that one. I finally get the kids organized to go on a trail somewhere. Like we're chased by rain or something mm. where the mosquitoes are like, uh, what? We only had crazy two, two days of rain. to take these past two weeks, don't we? Rain today. Well, we got yeah. smashed. Yeah. For about half an hour. And, um, today's Sunday. And I think it rained hard early in the week, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There, and there was localized stuff. Like we drove down uh, a few towns down to start at the trailhead down there just for different scenery. So it was like a localized weather thing happening down there that totally wasn't on the, wasn't predicted by the weather apps. It just appeared. So you get so far and you got to turn around, but uh, it was fun while it lasted. There was even horses on the trails. So the, so the little kid was pretty excited to get up close to horses. That was cool. But you know, this was uh, the Trans Canada. People riding horses. Yeah, this is Trans Canada Trail. You know, it goes all across Canada, and uh, there it was awesome seeing horses there. But what do they leave? <laughs> massive piles of horse horse piles in the trail. Uh, that's not cool, though. You, know, you got to pick up after your dog. Yes, you definitely got to pick up after a horse, don't you? No, you can't get off of it. Well, so Half maybe the time you don't know they're doing it because they still do it while they're walking. Right. Yeah. So, so maybe they shouldn't be on the trail, but it was great seeing them. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn by it. Do the kids enjoy walking on the trails? No, we biked. It was me and the little oh, kid. Okay. We biked. But the oldest uh, had wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. I think she was. At her boyfriend's house or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, she was out. And yeah, it would have been just a fight to get her going anyways. But I don't have I don't have the hitch bike carrier on the on the vehicle there. Yeah. So we stuff them in the back, put the seats down, throw the bikes back there. It's crazy how much room bikes take up, even in an SUV. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could put three back there. Two was tight. Well, even if I did put three. I'd, I'd need to have one seat up for a kid to sit there. So yeah, I don't know. I thought about doing the bike hitch, but uh, to be honest with you, I just, uh, you can be honest. Can't be motivated to go out bike riding. I could probably do it if it was just me, but then the kids would want to come. I prefer doing the 
the actual um, downhill trails. Oh, here we go, Mr. Pro. No, I'm not a pro. I just enjoy the challenge. And then trying to go back up them uh, while on the bike, too. Well, hey. There's a great one over at uh, Durham Trails there. Did that a bunch of times. I would love to see this Joe in action. We've got massive, hilly back trails right by my house. Trailheads right at the end of the road. What, your toboggan trail? No, I want ones going through woods. I I don't want... It does go through the woods. Real woods? Yes, real. I'm my road backs onto environmentally protected ravine area. Yeah, I just like the challenge. I would love to see it. Uh, and if you love the challenge, we should definitely uh, make a day of that. It'd have to be in the fall when the kids go back to school. <laughs> I could boot up while they're in school. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I would like to get the old hitch thing, but I, I, I like need a hitch too. So I'd have to pay for the whole hitch installation and then the bike carrier to go on the hitch. Those are not cheap anymore. Those are like three, 400 bucks. Yeah. You don't want to skip out on that. Yeah. Get a nice one that can hold three bikes. That way you don't have to worry about it. Or you if always, we want uh, to go ahead. If we wanted to go crazy, if we went to uh, Collingwood to the ski hills, right? During the summer, those are downhill bike trails right down the ski hill. And then they load you up in the ski lift to go back up. Mm. And you do that all as long as you want. I did that. uh, I think I tried Lake Ridge once doing that. But pales in comparison to Collingwood. I used to ski Lake Ridge quite a bit in my youth. Well, I just think nice it's down the road for me, right? Yeah, it's a pretty, well, and there's one right beside it too, right? Lake Ridge and, is that Dagmar that's beside it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, pretty basic hills, but, you know, if you oh, want you something f- that's like uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes away, then they're good. That was good because you felt like a superstar. You could tuck the whole way down and not at all be concerned you're going too fast. I thought they were steep because they're such small, shorter hills, aren't they? There's one trail that go like meanders all the way around the hill. Like you can take the long way around Mm -hmm. from what I recall. So yeah, you can just fly down there. I'm not the greatest skier. Well, I got vacation coming up in a week. Do you know if my uh, vacation got approved for August? But I don't know. No one told me mine was approved for next week. I just yeah. stumbled across it. I go, oh, I guess it says vacation on the schedule, so I guess that means I'm off. Yeah, I have I have no idea if I'm off in in a couple as well. We lo- and we lose it. We lose a bunch of people next week. So whatever. Not our concern. So did you uh, have late nights and, and uh, late mornings? Yeah. I was past doing, two weeks? I was doing something, but you know what? I wasn't sleeping good either. So <laughs> these headphones, I'd be awake at five in the morning, six in the morning and fight to get back to sleep and then sleep hard until, you know, wake up at 10 or something. I wasn't having good sleeps, but the last couple of days have been good sleeps. It's been a weird week, man, uh, for my family. I uh, got a phone call earlier in the week from my sister. And she goes, hey, just letting you know, uh, everything's okay right now. But uh, dad is being uh, emergency transported to Kingston General right now. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So my dad, who you who you met by listening to the Father's Day podcast on this channel that uh, we interviewed my dad. He had been dealing with uh, like dizziness here and there. I don't want to say faintness, but uh, dizzy spells. And he had seen his doctor about it. And they were attributing it to like a sinus infection. 
game antibiotics and stuff like that or oh this might be vertigo coming on because my sisters have had that and uh so i don't know what day it was but he was feeling it again he's like enough of this I, i'm getting checked out i i can't he calls the doctor he can't get in of course the same day she goes i'm going He's the type that uh, ever since he got through his whole cancer bout, he just walks into the doctor. He thinks he get. I'm a cancer survivor. I get service immediately. So he just plowed into the doctor's office and said, you're seeing me now. This is weird. What's going on. And good thing they did because like they immediately diagnose a, a bad rhythm or something going on with his heart. And they sent him over to the local hospital and then they piled him into an ambulance and high speed cherries on the whole time over to Kingston, which is, I don't know, 45 minute drive down the highway. Although they were, you know, going Mach one. So God knows how long they took. It wouldn't have been very long. And, uh, she's like, yeah, dad's going to Kingston. They're going to fit him for a pacemaker. Yeah, and kinks. I'm like, what a pace? What is going? It's never been heart stuff in my family, so it was, it was very confusing, and um, yeah, and it, it everything happened so fast, man. Like they just fast tracked him into Kingston. They found a surgeon that right away put this thing in. They got that going. Did this? Did that? Uh, it was atrioventricular block. Um, which is not like, uh, an artery, um, blockage. It's like the nerves that tell the heart to go. Those weren't working right. And so that's why the pacemaker was necessary. And, uh, yeah, if he wouldn't have stormed into that doctor's office, like he, he, it would have been very bad within 24 hours. He, uh, it would have been bad. So, but they got him in there. They checked him for COVID while he was there too, of course, because these symptoms she was telling me on the phone, I was like, that, those sound like COVID symptoms, you know, shortness of breath, dizziness, all this. But sure enough, it was this heart thing going on. And uh, they're also testing him for, because they don't know where this, where this came from, right? So they test him for Lyme disease because he has, he was bit by a tick like three years ago. But they are so... They don't know what Lyme disease really does yet. It has all these things that follow you along, right? Lyme disease keeps coming back. So we're testing them for that to see if maybe that's something that triggered this heart thing. Um, we don't know about that yet. But that's like, that's again, why we worry about this COVID thing so much. Yeah, you could get over it instantly, but it's it might be like a Lyme disease thing where it just, you know, dogs you for years and years as you uh, go along. So... As is right now, he's back home. Everything's normal. He's just getting his strength back from a couple nights in the hospital of, of uh, you know, you don't sleep much when you're in the hospital getting your vitals checked every hour or whatever, but uh, everything's fine now. That's good. Yeah, my dad got a pacemaker when he had his heart attack uh, a bunch of years ago. It's funny because my mom says I can... I can hear it when he's uh, sleeping and he's got his mouth open. She can hear like a faint, Ooh. faint noise from it. It's really weird. It he was, is. was the opposite though. He was, uh, he was having heartburn sensations and uh, it was uh, nearing the end of a day. So my mom finally harassed him enough that he went to uh, the local walk-in and uh, uh, luckily he was able to get there right before they closed. And as soon as they, they, they checked them, immediate ambulance to the, uh, I guess the closest Toronto hospital, but uh, he didn't want to go. He's like, he gets all one of those guys that gets like, Oh, you're wasting my day now. I gotta. I'm sure it's nothing. I gotta go to the hospital for this because you know how hospitals mm. are half the time, right? So that was interesting. Major heart attack on the way to the hospital. They had to re oh. they had to revive him three times. Jesus. 
But yeah, pacemakers, man. Weird. Did he have a, did they have to cut him big to get it in or how does it work now? I don't think so. Like it was an hour long procedure. I don't exactly. And of course, during this whole COVID time, right? There's no way, you know, us or me or my sisters could have, could get in to see him or anything. Right. Especially you have how fast everything progressed. So from what we understand, it was like an hour procedure to get that in immediately, you know, you recover very quickly from that. You had to stay one extra night because they thought in an ultrasound, they saw something they didn't like in the heart, but it was uh, like a, a bit of weak tissue that they injected some, some medicine in that that's apparently not a problem, but um, yeah. And during this, uh, this whole lockdown quarantine time, that hospital, their situation is if you want to visit, a patient, you can, it's only one person, you pick one person and then that person can only visit them every other day. So, you know, one of my sisters got in there to see him, but that's, that would have been it. So at least I took, if there's at all a bright side is I took the pressure of me having to make a decision of packing up and ripping down the highway to get there. Like it, it was, a, it was, uh, no decision. It was just impossible to visit. So it was a weird week, man, but he's back home now and it's fine. He did really get a kick. He did say on that ambulance ride to Kingston immediately, even though he was, you know, in bad heart rhythm, he, he was aware of it all to notice that he was with two very hot nurses where one was driving and one was with him and he got quite enamored by them for the whole trip. Nice. So yeah, that would have been a fun ride. I'd pay for that ride. <laughs> He's like, I finally get alone with these two beautiful ladies and I'm all laid up and I can't do anything about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had a shot. <laughs> They're just waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, if you're curious about who my dad is, go check out the father's day podcast and uh, the special edition podcast that went out on this feed <sighs> yeah is that it i was trying to remember what i talked to you about on the last record speaking of weird medical things you know who grant imahara is not off the top of my head. He was he was like the B team on Mythbusters there for a while. You know, you have the two main stars, and then you yeah. have the, like the trio of the other guys that fill in the rest of the time. Yeah, uh, there's a the girl, the girl, uh, the Asian guy, and then uh, I don't know, I guess the white guy, right? Yeah, it's a great. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. So Grant was the Asian guy, right? Oh, okay. And he, he was uh, still doing the show though, wasn't he? I I don't know that Did show have like a weird spinoff or something like that. Yeah, it spun off, but then they got rid of the two main guys. Well, they they cleaned house entirely, and then it kind of came back. I don't I don't know. I haven't followed it in years, but I, I do remember watching it when he was on there. And uh, he he has a history in Hollywood in the props department and all that. He has a background. I think he worked for Lucas Arts. Uh, but he died. Did you hear that? Nope. Yeah, it's like a brain aneurysm thing or something. It's like uh, not old. Not old at all. His brain couldn't take busting that many myths. <sighs> yeah. So That's what happens, man. Leave the myths alone. Some myths aren't made to be busted. Or as aliens. Hmm. I know one myth out there. That there's a myth that uh, Lysol wipes exist in the real world because they don't in this town. I'm on week two of hunting for Lysol wipes, nowhere to be found. And Shoppers Drug Mart, the ultimate insult. You go by their oh, shelf. Shoppers never has anything. You go by their shelf and they have sale stickers on their wipe sections. And it's a good sale too. Lysol wipes. 50% off. <laughs> Nothing on the shelf. Yeah, but Shopper sucks. They only bring in a minute shipment of anything. 
sometimes they have a good sale, like a buck fifty for uh, the twelve pack of my uh, sparkling water. You get there, there's nothing. You can get there like first thing day of, and they oh, yeah, we got we sold out of our five boxes. So it's like yeah. give me a break. I don't go there for anything anymore. Uh, I do a ton of. I'll pay. The, I'll pay the regular price of three fifty, not to waste my time <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> not I, sir. I hoard those points. You got to work those points. I I should say the only thing I buy from shoppers is I go there for my razor and my uh, body wash. Hmm. That's it. What axe? No, yeah, Old Spice. It's Axe. No. Okay. Ah, it's Old Spice. Cut <laughs> <laughs> myself. Holy. Axe. Wow. I, stupid? I, thought, I thought I'd have to switch to Axe for a bit. I, I told you that I had this like rash thing under my arms that I've been dealing with. We talked about this last week, I think. I finally got to the doctor's. And he set me up with the, some stuff, some cream or whatever. And he says, you're going to have to use the aerosol deodorants from now on while this cream is doing its thing. I'm like, great. I don't like that. So I go to buy some. And who's the only aerosol deodorants out there is Axe. Like, am I going to be an Axe man now? Do I have to resort to this? Are you sure, what you, are you sure it wasn't just the body spray that you bought? No, well, I did keep looking, and there's actually Dove Men makes an aerosol spray now too. But I can't I'm usually sell aerosol sprays. Like, who buys that? This isn't yeah. 1980, guys. Yeah, I'm an Old Spice guy too, normally, but they don't have any in the spray. You think Kevin, you think Kevin uses uh, aerosol sprays? I could see Kevin using that. No, no, I don't think. So. I think I've witnessed him roll on. Hmm. Yeah, you know the ones you get that's the roller that you can spin the roller? The ladies one? <laughs> Is that ladies? <laughs> that's the ladies brand, dude. Remember, because my mom used to have that back in the day. Oh, this is fucking weird. Why does it get wet when you spin it? Yeah, I bought I bought a bar, what I thought was a bar for my daughter, too. And uh, she gets it home and she goes, I don't know if I like this stuff you got. It's, it looks like a deodorant bar, but you turn the knob and the shit comes up through a screen like a gel. Oh, uh, yeah. I used that once. I didn't like that like, what? dispensary oh, weird. method. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is weird. I never bought it again. Huh. Deodorant stories. So that's good news for you. I'm back to using deodorant. So that's good. That's good news for me. Yeah. Swing I never around me. Did I tell well, you I, I got don't, my car back? I don't smell. No. Okay. I thought I mentioned that on the last show. Yeah, I got the car you, back. You talked about your rental car. My exciting Volkswagen that gets the heart mm. pumping every time you drive it because it's that thrilling of a ride and, and it makes you feel like a... Sexy man when you drive one? Yeah. Oh, you mean none of that? Yeah, I got it back on, uh, I guess it would have been Tuesday last week. Ended up, uh, never used up the full tank of gas on the Volkswagen, no matter how hard I drove it. Couldn't figure out how to get it out of eco mode, though, so I couldn't uh, peel it in any sort of way. But, uh, Yeah. Anyway, car's back. It's all good. Is what it is. Yeah, gave a hard look at that hood. Make sure there's no spray weirdness. Yeah, they did. They, they looked like they did a good job. Couldn't tell. I mean, there there could be ripples in there. Or ah, I'm not keeping it. There's anyway, so many so. ways they could. Yeah, that's true. It's a lease. I'm uh, normally I would be super picky about it, but. My uh, OCD with cars is lessening as the years go by, realizing uh, 
if you drive a car, it can never be as nice as the way I would want it. Hmm. You got a point there. The only way I'd be happy with the car is if it was a show car and I had it towed to my destinations <laughs> and then drove it around the parking lot and then had it towed back right to my garage. So they never saw any road, but, uh, unfortunately I wasn't smart enough back in the day to buy myself a hot rod and, and do that. Uh, you gotta be a mechanic to keep those running. The old ones, man. That's the fun of it though. You can do it yourself. It's so simple. And they were way cheaper back then too. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be doing it up, man. I wouldn't be putting like a fast and furious mod to my vintage sports car. Yeah, so anyway, cars back. Right I told you I watched, finished watching Killing Eve season three. I think so. Yeah, I think I told you about that. I finally watched uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Man, that was a letdown. Watch it with Why? the kids. It, it was a letdown. I knew you would like it. Fucking Sam Raimi. Spider-Man loving. Uh, it's just it's just fucking joke after joke, man. Couldn't believe it. it Far and the whole is that premise. The second one. That's the second one, right? It's the one with Mysterio. Right. Yeah, he looked good. Mysterio looked great. The whole premise with uh, Parker giving him here. Tony entrusted me with the keys to the franchise with these glasses. I've known you for yeah. two seconds. Here <laughs> <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> and oh wait, it you fooled the whole fucking country with your holographic flying drones and their technology mm. how convenient that there's no superhero around like the hulk that would fly himself at them trying to smash them only ended up going through the hologram and then the hulk would realize that hey look at all these drones in here we got nothing to be worried about guys okay it's a tough concept to swallow, but how else are you going to do Mysterio? So it was, it was a neat I don't know, way man. to do Mysterio. And that's perhaps why these, you know, entities kept appearing in, you know, places that no one was. So My trouble you not have to worry about Avengers, as he said. Well, how conveniently they were either blipped away or I don't know. I haven't seen all of the movies yet, so I don't know what's going on. So I probably shouldn't have seen far from home, but I don't really care anymore. Um, him getting I don't the, the Stark arsenal was it was tough to swallow. <sighs> yep. And I don't know much about Mysterio from the comics aside from, uh, the odd Spider-Man comic I read that might've had him in there or, the uh, pastel animated Spider-Man TV series from the seventies. Sixties. Yeah. Totally. 60s. Yeah. And he had like little, little pyramid holographic things he threw around in that, in that uh, did he? show. Yeah. That's why it was kind of neat that they did a modern take on it. Mm, so I don't remember he that. He had these holographic cubes. I remember there being a lot of mist. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. It's like this guy, magic power is mist. All right. Yeah. So I, I, the character looked good on the screen. Just the whole premise of the whole movie was just, you had to take your brain and bury it for two hours, which was unfortunate. I, I don't know what, there's a couple like, franchises where they just keep wrecking these characters and getting to a point where they have to reset everything. So I, I don't know if they're going to be doing another Spider-Man movie. Well, it's like, are they saying this Spider-Man has Spidey sense or not? Like they give him Spidey sense when it's convenient. Like Spidey sense, as we knew it, it should have been just vibrating every moment he was with Mysterio. Yeah. Like Spidey course. sense should have been going off. Well, the, but. you mean that, or as a uh, may called it, uh, this PD tinkle. 
Something tinkle. Yeah. Tingle. Spidey tingle or Petey, Peter tingle. Peter tingle. Something like that. Yeah. And it, finally it somehow managed to trigger at the end when he was, though the scenes that they did couple near this at the end where, you know, he was in the warehouse or he was in the bridge trying to get to him and he had to shut off his visual senses and sort of go by his spider sense to get to him. You know, that part was, was decent, but I, I can't, uh, I can't recommend anyone to watch this movie. Well, it was still a fun movie to watch though. We can say that. I couldn't wait for it to be over. The kids liked it, but they're nine and or eight and six. So did I tell you I watched whiplash finally? Oh, really? Yeah. It was on PVR. So I, had, I knocked it off. That was excellent. I wouldn't mind watching it again, actually. Yeah, it deserves a second go around. It's yeah. it's so well put together. The tensions and the parts where you're waiting for uh, for him to just snap. But uh, at the, the end, you know, the final concert where everything pays off and you see a metamorphosis be before your eyes. It was like, was this planned the whole time? Is like, and then your mind starts racing back through the movie. Like, how no, it wasn't planned. was this guy? Because for was it? there, he was fired. Yeah, but uh, I think he had, to, he had to beat that kid as hard as he could in order for the bird to fly at the end. The only part I didn't like was at the very end. I couldn't tell if I liked or hated him now. Because exactly. of what he did to, uh, what's that kid's name again? I can never remember it in real life. Is, is T starts with, and last name starts with a T. Um, it's John Cusack. Yeah, that's it. No, it was Toby McGuire. Come on. Right. Speaking of T, there's that, keep seeing those trailers. <sighs> Is it a Christopher Nolan movie? It's coming out. Ten Tenant. God damn it. This feels like an episode of Fandango. Can't remember anything. Christopher. It looks really good. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Christopher Nolan Tenant. T-N-E-T. You haven't seen that yet, have you? No. I, nope. it's, a, it's a spy film. Huh. But it's got uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, John David Washington. No. Nope. Looked really good. You know, we were talking about cars earlier and keeping them looking perfect. I was watching a movie that's a period piece like set in 19 1948 or 49. So it's those big old cars and every outside shot, the streets were just lined with these cars. Right. And anytime you see them in a movie, those cars are always shined. Perfect. Right. Every yep. car looks amazing because every car is donated or rented to the film you know, and they're told not to mess with these cars. So they all look freaking beautiful. Right. And this movie had those cars as well, but also it was like refreshing to see they had cars that looked driven. Like they had road dirt on them and shit, even though I thought those old movies, they never, they were more real life cars as opposed to, like you said, donated pieces. Well, yeah. Well, now any car of that vintage is going to be like a, a super nice oh, car. Yeah. You know? Now, of course. Absolutely. So this was, um, motherless Brooklyn. And so that, that was made last year and they had all those old cars in there and it was, it was fun seeing like those old cars, but they still had like road grime on them and stuff. That was an interesting, probably an interesting fight. The director might've had to, uh, dirty them up. I know that name. I don't know what it's about. 
Jesus, it's got Alec Guinness in it. Alec Guinness, what am I talking about? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's even, not even close. Back from the, back from uh, literally back from the dead via the force. It's it's what's his face's movie. He was uh, the writer director, and he starred in it. Um, what's his face there uh, from Fight Club and Incredible Hulk? Uh, Brad Pitt. No, no, he wasn't the Hulk. He was a Hulk in your mind. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's his face? Oh my god! I yeah. know. He has a come on. He has has a reputation of being difficult to work with. No, because he likes things a, a certain way. American History X. Come on, keep going. Exhibits. I. I'm drawing a blank and I'm drawing a blank of the other co-star, which is, uh, played green goblin in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs> Why well, can't remember anyone's name? Oh my God. Edward Norton. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and the other guy with the fucking bad, uh, bad teeth and bad face. But now that you mentioned that, what do you mean? Anyways, it it was, it was awesome movie, man. You got to check that out too. It's very gripping. It's a modern take on film noir murder mystery. Um, and it was, it's funny because earlier in the day I was watching the Maltese Falcon that was on. And then that was on later. It was like original and then ramp it up to this is what we're doing now, but still harken back to the, to that age. And it, it, the hook is, uh, uh, what'd you say his name was? Why am I free? Edward uh, Norton. Edward Norton. He's, he's a detective, right? But he's also inflicted with Tourette syndrome back. Oh, in, now I know that. Yeah. Back in the forties. So he has to deal with that. And uh, his mentor had been murdered, played by Bruce Willis early on in the, early on in the movie and they're trying to figure out how, why that happened. It's all intertwined with uh, New York city politics and, and building of New York city. And it's really good. It's really, really good. Motherless Brooklyn. You're trying to think of William Defoe. Willem. Willem. Yeah, exactly. So that made me think of wanting to watch uh, Nosferatu. He did such a good job in that movie. I don't think I, I don't think I've seen that. It's really well done. It's hard to, because it's a take on, you're watching it and it's supposed to be how they made the movie. But right. Oh yeah. Sort of twists into becoming the movie. Yeah. I do remember that. You lose where the reality is in it. He, he did yeah. such a fantastic job because they made it certain scenes. I think they really tried to copy the original. So it almost looks like the original when you're watching it, when they, mm-hmm. when they cut to uh, them shooting the actual scenes. Yeah. And the question, cause this guy is so authentic okay. that perhaps maybe he is really, the character he oh, was playing. Sorry. What am I saying? Why did I say Nosferatu? Shadow of the Vampire is the one you want to see. That's the one he's in. I had to look at my uh, vampire shelf for the VHS tape of it. Shadow of the Vampire. Sorry. Which is a making of Nosferatu. Yeah, that's right. I got a vampire shelf. You got a problem with that? We know all about it. We know all about it. It's normally just got ladies vampire stuff, though. Surprised to add that one. Well, it's got the Anne Rice. All the main characters are male. Are they? Yes, they are. Really? Well, except for the Queen when uh, in Queen of the Damned. Oh, you know what else? I finally got around to watching 1917. Our buddy Sean P1 
from uh, Game Buzz podcast sent me a code. Sent me one of those download codes to get oh, that. Oh, I movie. saw you fucking beg for that right away. Me, me, me. Well, who's better for that that movie? No one else. So uh, I, I finally watched that. Or was did no one else even want to ask for it? As of my first time using one of those codes, I didn't really know what it did. But it sends it to your Google account, whatever Google account you're signed into. And uh, you play it out through YouTube. That's how I got it. I had to put YouTube on my Xbox One and then sign into it and then play it out of YouTube. Too much so, work already. I'm out. Yeah, I, visually was was good, but I think it it just pumps out a stereo audio mix of it. I don't think it was a surround audio mix. So I don't know if I'm missing a step, how to, you know, get a better stream of that or whatever, but it was still a great movie. Very gripping. It's that one where they, you know, they try, they make it look like they did one continuous shot for the entire movie during world war one. So going through the trenches, which way, which one's this? The one with the, the guy running through the field Yeah, and everyone's getting yeah. blown up beside him. Yeah, but it's literally okay. Yeah, we're one shot that. from the beginning to the end, and you're trying to not be distracted by it being one shots. Like we're like to not sound pretentious, but we're like visual guys, right? Film guys, we television guys. We've taken courses on camera work, so it's kind. Of, you get distracted. Like, Where's the cut coming? Oh, I bet you did a cut there. So you're trying not to become distracted by gazing too far into the filmmaking aspect of it. Well, we appreciate it. And just it. go fun. along for the ride. So yeah, you gotta unplug yourself from, don't watch it for that one continuous shot. Just watch it for the, uh, for how good it is. Well, no, because if the, the one can, if the one continuous shot is done properly, you don't realize it's a continuous shot. It's not meant to draw you out of the film, right? There you go. Once you watch it, then you can appreciate it for what it is and, and what it took to do that. But while you're watching it, you shouldn't be thinking to yourself, look at this one continuous shot. It was really good. It was very high tension. Pacing was awesome. It was really good. I highly recommend that one as well. Should get a rewatch, though. Yeah, like you said, watch it again, and then you can spend more time looking at the film filmmaking aspect of it. Or someone else said recently, then I go back and look at the director's cut. Speaking of which, just while I was waiting for you, 40-Year-Old Virgin was on one of the movie channels here, and it's it's like a cut-down version. It's missing scenes. I'm like, I don't know. What am I seeing? Because this is on the movie channel, right? It should be the full thing. But like, why when would he that calls, be cut? I, so I'm asking. You, he calls like the Viagra people to ask him how to get rid of his boner, right? That was cut out of this this version. So is that? Did the theatrical not get that? And we have always watched the director cuts. I don't know. This many I times. saw it after the fact. So I even. Yeah, I do have it on Blu-ray. Not that I've watched it on Blu-ray. Oh, so anyways, I got to get to, uh, I did go out yard sailing yesterday and today. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not surprised. Again, it, it, well, we're wide open here now, pretty much. We're stage three. Um, you're even allowed to go to restaurants now which is pretty crazy to think about it. And I'm not sure if I'm ready to do that yet, but yard sailing mask up. I got the hand lotion in my pocket, ready to go. And it's, I'm back to the usual frustrations of uh, people not opening their yard sales early enough. Like yard sales start at seven people. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. And then like this week, I stayed out a little, I didn't head out actually till like seven 30 or something. And then the yard sales I got to asking around for stuff, people were like, Oh yeah, those already went right away. I'm like, Oh, so you opened early. No one else is opening early. 
And then I'm heading out uh, along my track, my regular track, and heading out towards town is a sign. Yard sale this way, Saturday, 8, 8 o'clock. And I think it was like 20 to 8. <clears throat> and it's at the edge of town. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a look at this. I'll never be back at this area today because it's so far on the edge of town. Let's just check it out. So I zoom around and check that out. And there's like five or six tables all full, but all tarped up still. They're not even out there beginning to take stuff out. It's like 20 minutes to go. I'm like, okay, I'll just redo my route a little bit. Do this end of the city. That'll take 15 minutes and come back. So I do all that. And then I come back around. Now it's about five to eight. Still no one there getting their tarps ready, getting the tarps off, getting the yard sale going. In my head, I'm like, I'm losing time here if I sit and wait. However, if I leave this one, I know they got stuff. They got like seven tables full. I, and I'm not going to be able to come back to it because I got to go to the other end of town for my route. So, all right, I'll wait here for these guys. So as I'm waiting, it becomes eight o'clock. They're still not open. I'm like, what are you people doing? You have all these signs up and you're not even ready yet. So I'm starting to steam. And then sure enough, another car pulls in behind me. And then another one pulls in front. And like, even though I want them to open, right? I'm respectful to people's property and their own yard sales. And I won't invade their property if they're not out there yet. I'll just sit in my car and wait. Not this guy. This guy who I normally see all over the yard sales, he gets out of his car, burp, 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 big tub of, he's going to go storms right into that driveway, cigarette lit. I'm going to sit here and burp, burp, wait, wait, wait. Even though he was like second or third to show up, right? I'm just steaming. And then they finally open the garage and they start coming out. So I'm like, well, I better get my butt out there. This guy is going to. I know what this guy picks. Yeah, he's an antique dealer, but he'll take anything he can make a buck on. And he's loud. And uh, so he already starts in on them with his sales pitch. And I'm into, I like anything old, anything old. I will take no problem. I love old stuff. Oh, we got tons of old stuff. And he starts lathering her up and all that as she's pulling away. No, he's working on like the older lady. It's like a grandmother and her daughter. He's working away at the grandmother and he wants her antiques, which are still in the house. And so the, the daughter starts pulling the tarps off her table. So I'm like, you know, uh, do you have any, uh, I'm looking for like video games or electronics. No, no video games. Like what about like records or old stereos? She goes, mom, what about, uh, do we got records? And she's like, Oh, we got tons of records downstairs. Tons of them. We just haven't brought them out. And then this guy's like, well, I like records too. What kind of records you talk? I like records. I would like to take those records. I'm like, well, you know, I asked about this. And, she, and then the, the, the younger woman, she's like, well, you know what? Uh, we're going to do the art sale tomorrow. I promise we're going to get them out and we'll have them out for tomorrow. We'll get them all priced up and have them out tomorrow. I'm like, okay, good enough. Priced up. Whatever they were going to do. Anyways, I just, I, this guy gave this lady his info. There was another vulture there behind me who was giving them business cards. Mm, about fucking cockroaches, them. man. And when the warm so weather comes out, leave. all the cockroaches come out. Love I was it. so, I, I just had to leave. So I continue along my route. I didn't get much that day. There was not much happening. But uh, Sunday. So I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm going to take a shot and go for it and go for it today. So I get up at 7.30 and I start heading down. It's going to be open again at 8 on Sunday. Of course, I'm there five minutes to 8, tarps on everything, no one around, no vehicles in the driveway, nothing. Like, okay, I'll just wait. There's nothing else. No one else having yard sale on Sunday. I'll just wait here. So I waited there in my car very respectfully. And sure enough, who pulls up right, right ahead of me? He comes storming out. Burp, burp, burp. Even though no one, no one is there, he just takes right into their uh, driveway. Right. So these tables are set up already in the driveway. This is like on a country road, right? It's not in a suburbs. Yeah, they're like on their own 
plot of land. Yeah, they left but, everything out and just tarped it up. So anyone could have just gone back overnight and just pilfered it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But it's it's on a country road. It's not like they'll know if people are rifling through their stuff. So this guy gets out there and he's, you know, and as soon as uh, she comes out, he starts slathering her up again. To, oh, I love Coke yeah. machines and antiques. And and she's like, yeah, I never, I didn't get any of that stuff out, but I'll definitely call you when, I, when I'm ready to sell the antiques. And say, oh, I love that stuff. And uh, so I like, oh, before this guy gets, gets, because like me, if I'm with other buyers at a yard sale and they, if they were to say, Hey, I'm looking for records, I don't interfere with their deal. Right. That's they're on it now. You don't Let do them the old, have me too. Hey, I'm interested no, in that. They can have their way. And then if I'm still there when they're done, I'll have a look. I knew this guy. Right. So I'm like, okay, I better say records before this guy even gets going. So he takes a breath and I could finally say, Hey, yesterday you mentioned you're going to bring out some records today. She's like, Oh yes, I didn't. I didn't get them ready. They're still in the basement, but I made up a list. So I'm like, Oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind taking a look at the list. Yeah. She's like, okay, yeah. Let me run and grab the list and uh, you can check it out. And I'm standing in the middle of the driveway with her for this. And she runs into the garage and inside and uh, he's like, yeah, I would, I like records too. And uh, he proceeds to wait at the mouth of the garage, like for her to come back. I'm like, is he seriously going to cut her off and get that list before me? So I don't know if she took too long or something else caught his eye, but he did wander away a little bit and she came out with the list and I, I took a look through it. There was about 60 records on there from the late seventies and eighties mix of everything right acdc and uh some pink floyd and uh, some no-name stuff it's just a just a mix of everything nothing you no beatles or anything no grateful dead no zappa no no hard-hitting big number uh items or anything like that just you know all-around stuff and so uh i'm taking a look at it for a while and she, he's still lathering her up right as i'm looking through this list he's lather, lathering her up of how expensive records are now and how much people love records and how much records you go to the record store now records are 35 40 each now all while i'm looking through the list in my respectful little bubble at the end of the driveway right finally he leaves her alone for a second and i want him gone so i can make a deal Right. But he ain't leaving. He is not leaving. So if I, I just have to say in front while he can within his earshot. Well, so what are we thinking for a price for just the whole amount? She's like, I have no idea. I have no idea what, uh, what to ask. And I don't want to say a price while this guy's here. Right. But he starts chiming in. Well, how, how many records are there? What are we talking? Like, uh, is it 200 records or, I'm like, I, uh, and she's like stammering a bit. No, seriously, what is it? One, and I'm like, no, no, it's only like 50 or 60 records. He's like, okay, well, how I'd like, can I take a look? I want to take a look at the list, hand it over. I'm like, you're not taking a look at the list. That's a, I, this is my deal at this point. So, well, I was here yesterday and today. So, and I'm like, uh, I was here yesterday and today before you both days and both days I asked for records before you. So and that's when he kind of finally backed off and I had, to, I had to stand around and kick around the dirt for probably another 15 minutes before he left, before I could approach her for uh, a deal on the, I think my headphones died. <clears throat> Hello. Okay. Yep. For a deal for these things. So finally he left and I'm like, okay, so seriously, what, what are we looking for a price for these? And she's like, I, I have no idea. Um, you know, they could be worth a lot, especially since he's slathered her up right for the last 40 minutes, just to stab me in the back for this deal. I go, look, I'm not, I'm not a dealer. Actually, when he left, I said, I'm sorry I had to wait around so long. I had to wait for that vulture to leave. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, he's that's a dealer. And, uh, 
you know, he's just, he's going to do what dealers do. And uh, I said, look, I'm not a dealer. I'm, I'm a private collector. I just trying to expand my own collection. So, um, I don't have the kind of wad a dealer might have to throw around. So I don't know. What are we like, like 50 bucks for these 50 records? Is that something? And she's like, you know what? He, he offered sight unseen more than three times that for these records. I'm like that, that did he, I looked at her. I said, do you think he's honestly going to pay you that? She's like everything else he bought. He didn't even argue about the price. He paid right up. Yeah. He bought a couple t-shirts and a, you know, a picture and an old Harley Davidson calendar. And he paid right up like that little dirt bag. Like, you know what he's going to do? He's going to get in that basement with you saying with the intent of the $200 purchase. And when he sees it, he's going, Oh, well, I didn't expect this and this. And oh, I'd probably offer you $40. And since he's already in the basement, you're going to give it to him. <laughs> She's like, Oh, well, let me think about your offer. I said, you know, I, I'm willing to go up. I, I don't care. I can, you know, there's, there's room for me, but I'm not, I'm not going to spend, you know, dealer, you know, retail prices for it. She says, no, I understand. Let me, you know, let, I'll take your name down and number and we'll think about it. And, uh, that, that weasel is just going to get back in there and, uh, take them off. But I'm not too ex upset about the titles. There's, like I said, there's no, like, Oh, if it was just everyday regular stuff, it like was yeah, said, everyday stuff, but you know, good that anyway. artists I like, but it's just the way this whole thing played out where this guy was so disrespectful to another buyer. It was, oh my God. I wanted to slash his tires. Cockroach. It was so frustrating. And the way he was lathering her up about records while I was looking at the list was so dirty and underhanded. And yeah, he probably... He probably offered $500, but when he gets down in that basement, that number is going to change severely or God love him. Pay that amount of money and be out of the business broke. I don't care. You dirt bag. All right. Good story to end the show on. Why do I do it? Why do I do it? I still uh, still haven't bothered to go out yet, man. I, I don't. I haven't seen any signs. I don't think it's worth it yet. There was plenty of stuff. Um, I was late to a few, and I'm just thinking this year might be a write-off for me. It's all a gamble is the problem, and then if you're in these towns that have all these pawn shops that send people out. It's, it's super difficult. It can be frustrating, but yeah, that's it too. Like, I wonder what they pay these guys. Uh, can of Coke, uh, a chocolate bar and 20 bucks to spend all day hunting for them. We witnessed that at, uh, Bayou Billy there's out in fucking Pefferlaw or wherever that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he said he sends out teams backwasher backwater billies and uh yeah wherever that was where was it that was in belleville it's, belleville, it's a pretty yeah. big town i don't know uh it is what it is but yeah we wouldn't have that in the the tooth missing grungy matted hair feces that were bringing stuff into this guy was uh i could have watched that all day hmm. just, just enough to get enough money to get their fix <laughs> fucking hilarious scumbags oh by the way i did ask at at the end, I did say to her, I said, you give me a number, just any number that will make a deal happen today. I don't know why people I'll are see so if I can do it. And why, she would. Why are they so afraid? And I'm what not the had, type to keep pressuring out, them. What if she had thrown out a hundred, a hundred? What would you have said? Well, that would have been a starting point for sure. I, I would have gone up 75 maybe. All right. As long as I'm paying a buck a record at a yard sale, I'm happy with that because it is a yard sale. 
Yeah, I'd I'd go as high as two bucks a record. I think that's uh, definitely worthwhile for a record. Yeah, and and again, it depends, right? Like some of those records in the '80s, right? Remember how flimsy they got near the end of records? They were just oh, yeah. like shit, yeah. right? So, anyways, I'm trying not to think about it because I don't care. <laughs> but she does have my number. But I I know exactly. Like I'm not that type that can wrestle my way into someone's house and just keep browbeating them, and then I'm not going to do it. Sorry, I'm the quiet guy. So quiet guys lose out. But oh, I'm sure you'll run into this guy again. Yeah, every weekend. Another point this season. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of STC Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at STC Pod and Joe at AC Decepticon, as well as his YouTube channel, My Life in Collecting. And don't forget to subscribe to this channel, Start to Continue YouTube channel, and check out the. Uh, the giveaway video. All you need to do is leave a comment on that video. Obviously be a subscriber and you have a chance to win a live music prize pack. And of course, retweets on Twitter gets you re-entries as well. So look for that. Joe's got a sweepstakes on his channel as well. And uh, my life in collecting, lots of action happening there. Talking about big money dealers with big wads going around. Joe's got a big wad video on there. I am the opposite of that. It is hilarious to watch Joe's evolution in YouTube because I remember a certain time barely three months ago. I refused to tell people how much money I spend. Now it's in a thumbnail. Oh, that was by accident. I, I posted the wrong thumbnail and it was too late uh, to take it down. Right. God, so, like, how about you just be positive, all right? I am being positive. I've just promoted Let's get me over that 800 sub mark, guys. I'm nine people away. What do I got to do? Dance? Jesus. All right. I'll see you uh, at work tomorrow. We're on nights, right? We are. All right. It's been enjoyable. Have a good one, everybody. That's me. Now you say it. I, I always do. I uh, intro, I, I extra, I post, post it, and post it, and post it. Post it.